Hello? Anyone at home? Someone? Anyone? Welcome, miss. Won't you come in? Oh, thank you. I trust you had a pleasant journey, miss. I don't know. I can't remember how I got here. Were you expecting me? Of course. See, the thing is, and this is going to sound really odd, but I have no idea where I am. Blue Firehouse. Can't say that makes things any clearer. Well, I'm guessing from the reception desk and everything that this is a, a hotel, right? The evidence would seem to suggest so. It's very quiet, though. Have I arrived out of season? We're simply a little off the beaten track here, miss. Well, what does that mean? The master will explain everything. The master? At dinner. I'm a guest, then. Do I need to sign in? No, it won't be necessary, miss. The master simply asked that you wear this. A, a plastic wristband? 18. What's, what's 18? My room number? It would seem so, miss. But won't I need a key, too? To get into my room, I mean. All doors are open here at Blue Firehouse. Isn't that a security risk? What sort of hotel is this? The master will... I know. Explain everything. So, what time is dinner? When do I meet this master of yours? Seven o'clock sharp, miss. Seven. Right. And, uh, what time is it now? for the next two hours. I'll show you to your room. I don't seem to have any luggage. No, that's quite all right, miss. Why can't I remember anything, Mr... Soames, miss. Mr. Soames. Why can't I remember how I got here? Why can't I even remember my name? This way, miss. Your room is just up here. Can't we use a lift? No need. Accommodation is a little basic, I'm afraid. No, it's lovely. I've never slept in a four-poster bed. I'm afraid the amenities are not all they could be. We have no electricity here. I'll be fine, Mr. Soames, honestly. I've roughed it in far worse places. Oh, how did I know that when I don't even know who I am? <laughs> I really can't say, miss. Can't or won't? I'm sorry, miss, it's not my place. <sighs> all right, Mr. Soames. I don't want to get you into any trouble. But at least tell me this. Am I in danger? Not from me, miss. Who then? The master? I'm sure the master has your best interests at heart. Now, if you'll excuse me. You're not leaving me, are you? Just ring if you need anything, miss. And you won't forget me, will you? Forget you? Forget I'm here. No, miss. Good. Thanks, Mr. Soames. I'll see you later. So, what now? Just keep it together, girl. Try to work this thing out. Hello? Hello? Is anyone there?
I heard you. Room 13. Great. Is someone in there? Okay. So. Oh my. Who the hell are you? Did you have to creep up on me like that? You scared me half to death. Sorry. Oh. So, you were guest here? Sort of. I've just arrived. You? Been here about an hour. You got a name? I... I don't know. Then you've got mind wipe syndrome too. Damn! Was hoping you might know what was going on. Sorry. Old Lurch gave you a shackle then? Shackle? Wristband, whatever. Room 18, right? Yeah. I'm in five. Weird, innit? What is? Well, your room's back there, but the one just beyond it is mine. Number five. What sort of place has rooms five and eighteen right next to each other? It don't make sense. Nothing about all this makes sense. Have you seen anyone else since you got here? Apart from old Lurch, I mean. No, but I heard something. What sort of something? I don't know. Children in here, I think. Well then, guess we better take a look. Well, this would be the place for them. It's a nursery. But these dolls look Victorian. That old rocking horse too. Yeah, no PS9s here. And it's full of dust. You sure those kids came in here? Well, I don't suppose they can have, can they? I must have been mistaken. Easily done, I suppose. Spooky old place like this. <laughs> oh. oh, it's only a jack-in-the-box. It frightened the living daylights out of me. What made it jump out like that? We were nowhere near it. The vibrations of our footsteps, perhaps? The mechanism must be sensitive. Well, there's no one here. Let's go. What now? Let's look around. Explore. Try and work out why we're here. Do you think we should? Did Lurch tell you you shouldn't? Well, no, but I Let's settle then. Why do you think we're here? Dunno. Some kind of experiment, maybe. Experiment? Yeah, you know. Brainwashing. Maybe we're spies on a top-secret mission. Or the victims of a mad scientist. <laughs> Sounds a bit far-fetched. Yeah? So what do you reckon? What's your theory? I, I haven't got one. Right. Well, that's useful. What do you remember? Well, being scared, running, and pushing my way through trees and bushes. Then I saw this house. And that's all, I'm afraid. What about you? I remember seeing the house, knocking on the door. Old Lurch telling me I was expected. That's it? That's it. Before that, there's nothing. No memories, except... Except? Except he seemed familiar, just for a second, when he opened the door. Did you think that? I don't know. Don't know much, do you? Well, neither do you. We're right, parent, we? <laughs> Maybe we ought to make old Lurch tell us. How? We could threaten him. Even hurt him a bit. And you'd be prepared to do that, would you? Why not? Well, for one thing, we're not in any immediate danger. And for another, Mr. Soames is our only potential ally. He's our only source of information, too. Except for the master. Oh, yeah. The mysterious master. Can't say I think much of him. Leaving us to stew in our own juices. Softening us up. Or just allowing us to acclimatise before he makes his appearance. Trusting little soul, isn't you? Not at all. I just don't automatically think the worst of every situation. Thinking the worst is the only way to survive, darling. If that's how you think, I feel sorry for you. Don't patronise me. I'm not! I... Look, we're in the same situation here. 
Let's stick together, shall we? Support one another? How do I know you're not a plant, put here to gain my trust? Oh, you're impossible! Wary, that's all. How do I know you're not here to destabilise me? You don't. Only I know that. Exactly. Okay. We'll stick together, but that doesn't mean we have to trust each other. Agreed? Agreed. What's that? What's oh, the lift? Must mean someone's in it. Come on, let's check it out. Except what? Look there. Footprints in the dust. Flat shoes. A man's, possibly. Probably just Simon's. Well, whoever it was, they must have got out higher up and then sent the lift down. It doesn't sound too healthy, does it? I think sticking to the stairs might be the safest option. (laughs) Not scared, are you? No. Just careful. Let's close this and and move on. so pig and gloomy. Is there a way of making these gas lamps any brighter? There should be a little wheel on the side. Well, that makes a big difference. Blimey, it's like we've been thrown back to the dark ages. Maybe we have. Hey, look at this spooky old mirror. Mirror, mirror on the wall. Who's the fairest of them all? Guess not me then. It's interesting, isn't it? What is? What we do and don't remember. I'm guessing you remember what year it is? Of course. 2020. Right. So you remember cities and cars and people and politics and news, things like that? Yeah. But can you remember where you live? Can you remember members of your family, what you ate for your last meal even? No. So what we can remember is the infrastructure, the mechanics of the society we live in, but not our place within it. For instance, I can easily picture... A meadow on a sunny day, a football crowd, people eating at a restaurant, but I can't relate any of those images to my personal experiences. As far as I'm concerned, I'm a... I'm a void. So what does that mean? I don't know. Maybe we don't exist. Don't be soft. Of course we exist. We're here, aren't we? My heart's beating. If I pinch myself, it hurts. You know what frightens me more than anything? Being forgotten. I have this fear that one day I'll wake up and no one will be able to see or hear me and I'll just be gone. That won't happen. How do you know? We're halfway there already. We have no focal point, no identity. We have an identity. We just haven't found it yet. But what if we never find it? We will. But what if we don't? Look, just keep calm. Carry on. Let's try some of these doors, shall we? Blimey, look at this. It's an operating theatre. In a hotel? What the hell's going on? Oh, there's blood on these instruments. Fresh blood. Nice. Check out the waste bin. There's blood on these scrubs too. Remember what I said before about experiments? Oh. You're right. A bit freaked out. It's not that. Didn't you feel it? Feel what? Something. 
Something cold. It just brushed by me. A draft, you mean? Got to expect it. Old house like this. No central heat. Oh, it didn't feel like a draft. So what are you saying? That it was a ghost? Reaching out from beyond the grave with icy fingers. Don't make fun of me. <laughs> well, you got to admit, it's a bit of a cliche. You'll be seeing things next, hearing unexplained noises. Like those, you mean? Yeah. What the hell? Oh, come on. There's nothing here. Which direction did it come from? Down the corridor. Look, door closing. Someone's mucking us about. Oi, you in there? I'm guessing there's water under all those leaves. Well, there's obviously nothing here. Let's go. What do you mean? We've barely had time for a proper look around. What's to see a big empty room with a swimming pool in the middle? Big deal. Something made that noise we heard. It must have come from another room. Come on, we're wasting our time here. Another room? We saw the door close. We ought to at least have a poke about under these leaves. Pass me that net, would you? You honestly think there's something hiding in the water? It's possible. Besides, we don't know for certain that there's any water in there, do we? Okay, so there is water in there. Oh, pretty rank. Look at all that slime. Nothing can survive under there. Let's go. You know what's weird? What? Where are the leaves from? I mean, if this was an outdoor pool, it would make sense, but this room is sealed up tight. There isn't even a door leading onto a terrace. Does it matter? Well, it might. Look, nothing makes sense here. We've already established that. Let's just go. Okay. I suppose you're right. No one could hide under there. Not for as long as we've been in the room anyway. What was that? Nothing. It was definitely something. Just an air bubble. Come on. An air bubble? Hey, hold on. now, do you think? Oh, this place is strange. Corridors leading on and on, twisting round and around. And that wasn't here. What? Words on the wall, see? They weren't here when we went into the pool room. Are you sure? You are mine. Same there. And there. On the ceiling, even. Whoever it was did this. They didn't write it. What do you mean? These words have been burned into the plaster. Burned? How? I, I don't know. With a blowtorch, maybe? Oh! <laughs> oh, it's okay. It's just the window down the end there. Look. Perhaps whoever did all this... Climbed in and out the window. We're four flights up now. Hey! Who's that? What? Some bloke on the path there. Oi! You down there! He's gone. Disappeared around the side of the house. Did you get a proper look at him? Only for a second. Dark jacket, white hat. Didn't look like Soames. Come on, let's check it out. Oh, it's freezing out here. Come on. Um, 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 um. 
I think this is where we saw him. Yeah, that's the window, the room we were in. Are you sure? Pretty sure. It's one of that row anyway. I recognise this tree. This place might be run down, but it's huge. Oh, I wish I knew where we were. Maybe there's a library or something inside with books on the local area. Maybe. Well, there's no sign of our mysterious man. Maybe he went back into the hotel. Or he could have gone to ground. For all we know, he might be watching us right now. <sighs> Comforting thought. Well, should we head back? Let's walk all the way round. We might learn something. Did you see that? I saw something. Lightning? No, it came from inside. Inside? Up there, top of that turret. Huge flash of blue light at the window. An explosion, maybe? No, it was more like, oh, I don't know, a camera flash or something. Oh, hell of a camera. Maybe maybe it was a telly blowing up. There's no electricity, remember? All right, Miss Smarty Pants, what do you think it was? Oh, maybe there is a mad scientist up there. I think... No, it don't matter. What? When the light flashed, I saw something else at the window. A figure. A person, you mean? Maybe. Well, was it or wasn't it? I don't know. There was something weird about it. In what way? It was only in silhouette. Backlit, so maybe I didn't see it clearly. But it looked too tall for a normal person. And too thin. And its hands and head looked long and narrow. As if they'd been stretched. <laughs> like I say, I didn't get a proper look. Did it see male or female? Male, maybe. The head looked smooth. Bold. Come on. Let's find the nearest door and go back inside. Ugh. Something smells good. Mr. Soames did say that dinner was at seven. Oh, this must be it. Oh, judging by this bucket full of guts, we're having fish. Yum. So, what's in the pot? Severed head. Pet rabbit. Uh, potatoes. Hey, what are you doing? Taking one of these knives. What for? Defend myself with. Defend yourself against what? Who knows? That thing in the tower, maybe. <laughs> You're paranoid, you know that? Take my advice, darling. Always be prepared. But you can't just go around stealing things. Who's going to know? Hardly a case of too many cooks in here, is it? <laughs> you rang, my lord? Come on, let's scarper before we're rumbled. See if we can find this tower. Someone's impatient. Very impatient. I wonder if... What the hell's this? Fire drill? Let's get out before they drive us mad. Listen. Half six. Soon be dinner time. Oh, this is insane! How can that tower not exist? It does exist. We know it exists because we've seen it. But we've looked everywhere. I'm sick of the sight of corridors and staircases. There must be a route we haven't discovered yet, that's all. We just have to be methodical. Easier said than done. This place is a maze. We're like rats chasing our tails. Maybe... Maybe what? I hate to say this, but maybe the tower's only accessible via the lift. You want to try it? Do you? I'm game if you are. Right, from what I remember, it's back this way. Here we are. Oh. What? It doesn't seem to be working. Press the button again. I've pressed it once. Well, press it harder. Here, let me. You see? Damn thing. 
It's like it knows what we're up to. It's like the old house knows and it's working against us, playing with us. You're being paranoid. Oh, am I? Well, listen to yourself. You're suggesting that the house is somehow alive, intelligent. All right. Well, maybe it's not the house then. But someone, somewhere is watching us, manipulating us. Take it from me, darling. Someone means us harm. You're such a pessimist. No, I'm a realist. You should try it sometime. Someone's arrived. Whoopee. I hope they brought a bottle. We can have a party. Come on, let's say hello. Yeah, let's. I already told you, gentlemen. The master will explain everything. Everything, yeah. Only I don't feel like waiting. Cough up, you ghastly old retainer. What is this place? What's going on? Hey, you two, no need for the rough stuff. Well, hello there. Gorgeous. Who might you be? No idea. Number 18? Ah, right. Well, delighted to meet you, 18. Apparently I'm 12 and this chap here is 16. Hiya. You arrived together? Uh, in a manner of speaking. Do you two know each other? Uh, my cup runneth over. Is this place full of beautiful women? Just answer the question, pal. We met a few minutes ago. Yeah, what 16 means is that he sneaked up on me. Nearly gave me a coronary. I didn't sneak. I saw you on the path ahead. I called out. Can either of you remember how you got here? Not a clue. Must have been one hell of a party. You a moron <laughs> or what? I think you need to work on those chat-up lines, sweetheart. Where are we? What's going on? We don't know. Why don't you try asking in? Mr Sinister Soames lurking in the corner. As I've already explained, miss, I'm not at liberty. I don't care whether you're at liberty or not, pal. I'm sick and tired of being given the runaround. Grab him, boys. Uh, Yeah, that's more like it. I do love a commanding woman. No, no, I already said... Sorry, 18. Hold him there. Please, I can't tell you anything. I think you can. Five? Yeah, go easy, girl. Come on, Mr. Soames. Talk. I can't. You can and you will. Or what? You'll torture him? We have a right to know what's happening here. Yeah, you tell him, sweetheart. I can't tell you anything. If I did, it would place us all in jeopardy. We just want to know what you know. Please, the master will tell you as much as he can. So why doesn't this precious master show himself? Why is he keeping us waiting? The lift! Someone's coming. How do you do? I'm the doctor, and I believe it's dinner time. Someone's coming!
who might you be? How do you do? I'm the doctor, and I believe it's dinner time. A doctor? You're a medical man? Not exclusively. A shrink, then? Oh, is this some sort of nuthouse? Very astute, but no, you're not mad, if that's what you think. We were told to expect the master at seven. The master? The master of the house. <sighs> Mr. Soames said he'd tell us what was going on. Ah, well, in that case, that would be me. You own this place? Not strictly, no. What are you, then? The caretaker? Let's just say that this is a controlled environment. One which we can all understand. Now, I suggest we all convene in the dining room. If you wouldn't mind unhanding Mr. Soames, I'm sure he'll serve us an excellent dinner. Soup, sir? Thank you, Mr. Soames. Mulligatawny, isn't it? Yes, sir. Hmm. Splendid. Reminds me of a little place in the Khyber Pass. Never mind that. We've been waiting long enough. Tell us what we need to know. Aquaphobia. What? The morbid fear of water. Isn't that your particular bugbear, Ms. Five? What if it is? What's that got to do with anything? And you, Mr. Twelve, a rather exotic fear of mirrors. Correct? Catoptrophobia, they call it. And you, Mr. Sixteen? Mine's cockroaches. I don't know the word for it. I've had a thing about them since I was a kid. So we're all phobic about something. Who isn't? Well, hang on, darling. What's your particular Achilles heel? Just to get the full set, you understand. I have a thazagoraphobia. It's the fear of being forgotten or ignored. And don't call me darling. And what about you, Doctor... whatever your name is? What gives you the heebie-jeebies? Oh, the universe is full of terrors, Mr Twelve. You couldn't begin to imagine. So that's why we're here, is it? Because we're all phobic? In a way... This really is excellent soup. See? I was right. This is an experiment. Is that true, Doctor? Are you here to experiment on us or to cure us? Neither. I'm here to rescue you. Rescue us? That's what I do. (laughs) No disrespect, old man, but Sixteen and I are not exactly damsels in distress. So if the ladies here need protecting... I can take care of myself, thanks. I don't need some knucklehead looking out for me. Well, it's a step up from moron, I suppose. Shut up! You two. I want to hear what the Doctor has to say. What do we need rescuing from, Doctor? That's a very good question. And are you going to give us a very good answer? In time. The important thing now is that you stick together, refuse to give in to your fears. Are you suggesting we're about to come under attack? Because if so, I'd appreciate knowing what we're up against. Forewarned is forearmed. Not in this case, believe me. Well, that's just it, old man. Why should we believe you? And why not just tell us? Don't you think we can handle the truth? That's not it. So what is, Doctor? What's so terrible that we're better off not knowing about it? Isn't it obvious what he's doing? He's on some sort of power trip. It's a question of power, certainly, but not mine. Stop talking in riddles. What does that mean? All I can tell you is that something ancient and foul has emerged from the wilderness and drawn you into this house. And that speaking of it will only strengthen it. What do you mean, drawn us here? I said too much already. You'll just have to trust me for now. Why should we do that? Because I'm the only one who can help you. Yeah, and what's to stop us walking out of here right now? There's nowhere to go. We'll see about that. Who's with me? Count me in, sweetheart. Why don't you humans ever listen? You humans? So what are you? A superhero? It's imperative that you stay together. We will. As long as we're all going in the same direction. You two coming? No, I'm staying here. Don't tell me you believe this weirdo. I don't know! 
but we've seen and heard plenty here we can't explain. Magic tricks. I can't believe you're so gullible. And what about you, soldier? You coming or not? No. I think I'll stay here too. Please yourselves. Well, not going to try and stop us, Doctor. Your minds are clearly made up. You got that right. Well, see you round. Or not. Yes, cheerio. Have fun. What will they find out there, Doctor? Disappointment. Confusion. Fear. Will they be okay? Finish your soup. It's getting cold. What say we find a nice country pub and get to know one another properly? How can we do that when we've no idea who we are? Well, that's my point, sweetheart. A good chat to jog the old brain box, grease the cogs, as it were. Something the matter? Call me sweetheart one more time and I'll swing for you. <sighs> Duly noted. So what shall I call you? Five? Don't call me anything! Hmm, bit unfriendly. I'm not interested in making friends. I just want to get out of here and find out who I am. Me too. But there's nothing to stop us being civil. We are in the same boat after We all. might be deadly enemies in real life. Or husband and wife. Have you thought about that? God forbid. Oh, thanks a bunch. Look, I meant what I said. About talking, I mean. OK, then. Talk. All right. Where to start? Tell me about your phobia. Mirrors, innit? Yes. What is it about them that frightens you? Well, oh, I know it sounds loopy, but I've always had this idea that if I look into a mirror, I'll see someone else looking back at me. Someone who isn't me, I mean. Either that or... Uh, or? Or that I'll see something standing behind me. Something terrible. Beef or trout? Trout, I think, Mr Soames. Stimulates the brain cells. And for you, miss? Um, yes, I'll, I'll have the trout too. Look, what is this, Doctor? Well, it smells like a ginger and rosemary sauce, unless I'm mistaken. I don't mean the food. I mean, why are we just sitting here having dinner? Aren't you hungry? Beef, mate. Cheers. Sir. That's besides the point. You talked about something ancient and foul coming out of the wilderness. You intimated we were about to come under attack. Shouldn't we be doing something? Trying to escape like the others? A pointless exercise. Hmm. Eat! Eat! I don't get it. You said you were here to rescue us. I'm sure I am. But how can you rescue us if there's no escape? I'm waiting for a, a door to open. What kind of door? I'll know it when I see it. You have no idea what you're doing, do you? Of course I know what I'm doing. I'm just not entirely sure what I'll be doing five minutes from now. If there's one thing I've learned, it's that it pays to be flexible. So, this foul and ancient thing, yeah? Is it on its way? It's already here. Really? Where is it? In the shadows. Biding its time. Why doesn't it attack? Because I'm here. And it doesn't know what I am yet. What about you, your fear of water? It's something I've learned to live with. So it's drowning you're afraid of? It wouldn't be a phobia if it was that simple. Water makes me anxious. It's like a predator without a face. A killer without mercy. I hate the way it moves. It's muscular, sinewy. It just keeps going no matter what. 
Well, it's running water you don't like, then. No. The stillness bothers me, too. It's like it's waiting. The fact that you can't see beneath the surface. It's as if it's hiding something. And keeping clean must be tricky. Are you making fun of me? Absolutely not. You're looking at a man who can't shave without getting sweats, <laughs> remember? I can manage showers, but not baths, and definitely not swimming pools. Under the water, it's another world. Heavy and airless and dark. I'll get breathless just talking about it. Best not, then. Let's change the subject. But it makes me angry. It's irrational, stupid. Besides, this is what we should be talking about. It's the only thing that defines us here. How long have you had your fear of mirrors? Where does it come from? No idea. Have you ever seen anything in a mirror? Anything that frightened you? I'm not sure. I, I can't remember. What was that? It's just the wind. You sure? Yes. Well, what did you think it was? Nothing. I didn't think it was anything. It sounded like water. Just for a second. <laughs> this place must be getting to me. How far have we come, do you think? I don't know. A mile? These bushes and trees are so thick it's difficult to judge. Did you see that? What? Something in the trees, just there. A, a flash of movement. A person, you mean? I'm not sure. It looked silvery, formless, but fast. It, it seemed to reflect the light. Like water? Or glass. What are you, Doctor? To our friend, a juicy morsel. Not unlike this last piece of fish. Mmm. Mm, delicious. Mm. Uh, thank you, Soames. Sir. You're saying you're, I don't know, bait? More a distraction. A glittering trinket to catch the eye. So you're hoping to get this thing's attention while we slip out the back door, as it were? Finished, sir? What? Oh, yeah. yeah. In that case, I'll take your plate, if I may. Let's go for it. No! 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 What's the matter? Did you see that? Did any of you see that thing? I'm afraid I saw nothing, sir. You must have done. It was this big. It ran right across the table and over the side. What did? What was it? A cockroach. A great big cockroach. It started. What has? The attack, you mean? Yes. What you saw wasn't real, Mr. Sixteen. It so was. It might look real. It might even feel real. But it's a manifestation of your fear lifted directly from your mind. You must fight it. Deny it. Stay here. Where are you going? Our enemy has come out into the open. That makes it vulnerable. Yes, but where are you going, Doctor? Hunting. Oh, these forms are lethal. Let's hope not. It would help if we could find some open ground, but it's all so wild. It's just tangles of brambles and nettles and dead trees. No walls or fields. No sound of traffic. What was it that doctor said? That there was nowhere to go? Maybe he meant it literally. Maybe we're dead and this is limbo. And that little doctor chap is the devil incarnate, eh? Who knows? That sound again. It came from behind us. It's just wind in the treetops. So how come the treetops aren't moving? It comes and goes. There's nothing odd about that. Should we press on or look for another route? I don't think we'll get through here. What time is it, do you reckon? Haven't a clue. Impossible to tell by the sky. It just looks grey. Well, at least that proves we're still in England. Come on, old girl, chin up. Best foot forward. Hang on, look. 
Through the trees there. What's that? Let me just trample down this damn bush. Well, I'll be jiggered. It's a maze. A big one, too. Looks like this isn't an uncharted wilderness after all. Never liked mazes. Creepy things. Is that a specific memory breaking through? No, just a gut reaction. It might be a clue to your past, though. You're clearly a woman who likes to be in control. Don't psychoanalyse me. Let's go. It's eight o'clock now. What should we do? The doctor said to stay here. You think he's on the level? My instinct is to trust him. Does that make me naive? Sam Defino. Your dessert plate, sir? Yeah, of course. That was a delicious gatto, Mr. Soames. Did you make it yourself? How rude. Did you see that? He completely blanked me. Sixteen. Hey. Earth to 16. Hey, 16, oi! You can't... You can't see me, can you? See me or hear me? Okay, this is all in my head. I've just got to fight it like the doctor said. Coffee, sir? Uh, yeah, thanks. I'd like some too. I can make you see me, you know. All I have to do is pick up the milk jug and throw it in your stupid faces. It's easy, so... Would you like me to leave the pot, sir? Yeah, terrific. This is... This is too weird. My hand went right through it, like... Like I'm a hologram or something. If you should need anything else, just call. Yeah, will do. Cheers. Mr. Soames! Sixteen! I'm here! It's me! I'm here! Okay, come on, girl, calm down. Don't let it get to you. Hey! Hey, whoever you are that's doing this, it won't work! I know I exist, I know I'm me! You might have tricked Sixteen and Mr. Soames, but you won't trick the Doctor! He'll see through your stupid mind games! He has to. Oh, this is hopeless. Perhaps we should try back this way. That's what you said two minutes ago about this route. I'd swear the bushes are moving about when we're not looking. Don't be stupid, it's just a maze. That's what you're supposed to think. Well, that's what it wants you to think. What is it? Something's coming. That is good coffee. (laughs) Talking to yourself. Nice one, mate. First sign of madness. You're not talking to yourself, Sixteen. You're talking to me. Only you don't know it. Who's there? Mr. Soames, is that you? You heard me. You did hear me, didn't you? Okay. (laughs) Calm down. Chill the pill. Another cup of coffee is... Don't mind if I do, Squire. Are you all right? Sixteen, what did you see? Mr. Soames! Mr. Soames! What is it, sir? I saw another one of those filthy cockroaches run right across the table. Are you sure, sir? There's there's more of them! They're everywhere! Under the floorboards, in the walls. Can't you hear them? In the walls! I can't hear anything, sir. Me neither. Thousands of them moving about. Listen! 
It's all in your head, Sixteen. Understand, it's all in your head. Well, you appear to have scalded your hand, sir, on the coffee pot. I'll get you a cold compress. I'm not imagining it, Mr. Soames. Oh, no, I don't doubt it, sir. I won't do it. get a grip, man. Think about what the doctor said. It's all in your mind, Sixteen. It's not real. They're not real. They can't be real. You're not real. You're not real. No. You're not real. You're not. There's nothing there, Sixteen. Don't give in to it. Stay away. Stay away from me. Sixteen, Mr. please. Mr. Soames. Mr. Soames, come quickly. I can see them. They're everywhere. Mr. Soames, help me. Don't go, Sixteen. Stand your ground. Mr. You mustn't go. Soames. They're coming after me, Mr. Soames. Sixteen, listen to me. There is nothing there. I've got to get out of here. Sixteen, come back. What is that sound? Water is coming for us. For me, he knows I'm here. He knows I'm afraid of him. Oh, don't be silly. Water can't think. Besides, there's no water here, only the trees. He's coming. I know it is. We've got to get out of here. Wait up. What if we end up deeper in the maze? We can't be deeper in it than we are already. I still can't see anything. Maybe the sound is only in our heads. We need to think this through. You do what you want. I'm going. Bye. Come back. Let's stick together. Mr. Soames. Doctor! Doctor! Sixteen, stop! Please stop! Go away! Go away! Go away! Go away! Go away! Sixteen, please! Listen to me! There's nothing there! Nothing at all! You've got to fight this! You've got to! No! 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 Only one way out of here, mate. What are you doing? You can't climb out of the window! We're too high up! Not. Still, only one way. Sixteen, you can't be serious! Only one! Sixteen, no! Stop! Sixteen! 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 Get away from me! Get away! Five, where are you? Talk to me! I don't want to die! Not like this! I don't want to... Damn this maze! Where are you? Five? Five? Oh no. Five. Talk to me. Come on. Five. Five. you could. That came from downstairs. We appear to have company. One moment. Mr. Twelve and... Oh, dear. Miss Five. Help. Help me with her. What's happened? We got lost. Separated. There was a sound, like a tidal wave. I couldn't get to her in time. When I did, she was like this. 
She's soaking wet. Is the young lady... Dead, I'm afraid. Driving. Oh, but how? There was no lake, no river. It wasn't even raining. When I found her, the, the, the ground was dry. It's impossible. She was killed by a manifestation of her own fear. Just like Sixteen? Sixteen? He's dead too? What else did you find out there? There must have been something. I can't see or hear you, Eighteen. But I can. Not so very clever, are you? What? Oh, nothing, Mr. Twelve. Now, why don't you sit here? Mr. Soames and I will find a more dignified resting place for this poor girl. And then, I'm sure, Mr. Soames will make you some of his excellent coffee. Yes, certainly. Ah! Just the clock, Mr. Twelve. No, no, not that. Reflected in the face, uh, I saw... What? uh, A figure, tall and thin. Like the figure in the tower? There's nothing there, Mr. Twelve. Trick of the light. Mr. Soames, it might be a good idea to cover all reflective surfaces. Very good, sir. I'll see to it immediately. Keep an eye on our friend here, 18. If he moves, shout. I will, Doctor. Mr. Soames, um, help me with this poor girl. Uh, the kitchen, sir? The kitchen. Mm. Uh, yeah. I know you can't hear me, 12, but... You just sit tight and wait for the doctor to come back. Who's there? It's me. Number 18. Can you hear me? I saw you. I know you're here. Not me, then. There's no one else here, 12. Really, it's all in your head. I know. No, I won't let you get me. You can't get me if I can't see you. That's it. Cover your eyes, sit tight with your eyes closed, and and you'll be fine. 18! Doctor! 18! Hold on, Twelve. I'll be back in a minute. Coming, Doctor! I'm here. So I see. Where's Mr. Soames? He's fetching blankets and sheets to cover the reflector surfaces. What are you doing here, 18? You called me. What? You said you needed my help. No! 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 Oh, how could I have been so stupid? No, 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 it's not. It's mine. Oh, no. Upstairs. There may still be time. It's coming from the mirror we saw earlier. Mr. Twelve, can you hear me? Doctor, please. Get me out of here. Look behind it. It must be... I don't know, one-way glass or something. I'm afraid not. Mr. Twelve is indeed inside the mirror. Oh, please, Doctor, get me out! There's something in here with me! I can hear it! I can't move! I can't move, Doctor! Please! Did you see that? It took him! Something just came out of the darkness and took him. I saw it. It was the same blue flash that Five and I saw. We have to help him, Doctor. There's nothing we can do. Maybe if we break the glass. It won't do any good. We can at least try. This candlestick should do it. What? Eighteen, no! There. What have you done? More than you, at 
least I'm trying. Don't you realise the forces at play in this house are finely balanced? There are traps everywhere. Nothing is what it seems. Hey, look. Behind the mirror, there's a door and a word burned into the wood. Not a word. A name. Necessarily. It's the way out. I know it. I can feel it. Sally, no! You're being manipulated. That's what it wants you to think. If I open the door, I'll be home. Everything will be back to how it should be. Listen to me, Sally. Whatever's behind that door is evil. It's controlling you. Don't stand in my way, Doctor. I'm warning you. Sally, please! No, you're the evil one. You want to keep me here. Well, you can't stop me. <laughs> can't stop me. Sally, no. He's back with us, but why is he staring like that? Doctor? Doctor? Can you hear me? Yes. Where am I? Don't get up. You're in the medical wing of the Fulton Down military base. Fulton Down? Yes, yes. I remember now. Doctor, are you all right? Dr. Soames, I seem to have made a terrible mistake.
Doctor, can you hear me? Yes. Where am I? Don't get up. You're in the medical wing of the Fulton Down military base. Fulton Down? Yes, yes. I remember now. Doctor, are you all right? Dr. Soames, I seem to have made a terrible mistake. A mistake? What do you mean? How long was I out? 90 minutes, but you began to convulse 10 minutes ago. Your readings went through the roof. We thought we'd lost you. We severed your link with the system and transferred you to here, whereupon you began to stabilise quickly, thank goodness. The test subjects, how are they? They're fine. Still under sedation. I need to see them urgently. But careful, Doctor. You're still attached to the monitors. Let me help you. You still haven't explained what you meant by mistake. No time now, but the base must be evacuated. Well, I'm not sure if I... Immediately, Dr. Soames, we need a priority red evacuation. All personnel, aside from myself, and the test subjects must leave. I'll do it, Doctor, but this is my project. I'm staying too. And me. No, it's too dangerous. Dr. Soames and I are the only people who fully understand the blue fire system, Doctor. You need us here. Oh, very well. I'll make that call on the way to the isolation ward. This way, Doctor. Come along, Miss Pritchard. You see, Doctor, all sleeping peacefully. Nevertheless, they're vulnerable in this state. How long will it take to revive them? Well, not long, but I'd advise against it. You've read the report of what happens when they're conscious. Yes, yes, yes. The subjects show evidence of increased psychic activity. More than that, Doctor. The subjects have been unable to break the psychic link to the blue fire system. As a result, they become distressed, resulting in... In destructive psychic manifestations, I know. To put it bluntly, Doctor, things fly about. The subjects become uncontrollable. Awake, they're a danger to themselves and to us, Doctor. They're far more dangerous asleep, believe me. How so? Let me ask you a question, Dr. Soames. If you were at home with all the doors and windows open and you heard that an escape tiger was prowling the area, what would you do? I'd close all the doors and windows. Precisely. I don't follow. I think I do. You're saying that the unconscious minds of the test subjects are wide open to attack. Yes. Attack from what? First things first. Now let's shut out the tiger. All right, Miss Fitchard. We'll start with Private Morgan. 200 micrograms of naloxone, I think. Dr. Soames... I hope you know what you're doing, Doctor. So do I. There. We should see the effect within a minute or so. Would you like all four test subjects revived simultaneously, Doctor? No. I'll stabilise Sally first. It shouldn't take long. You'll stabilise her? Well, how on earth will you do that? I have an excellent bedside manner. The alarms have stopped. Then we can assume the evacuation is complete. Can't stop me. Private Morgan. Sally. Can you hear me? Help me, it's coming! It's here! No, 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 no. Listen to me, Sally Morgan. I'm the doctor, and you are safe. Safe? Yes. Watch out, it's happening again. I warned you, doctor. Things fly about. Chair! Sally Morgan, I am the doctor, and you are safe. What did you do? I set up a psychological block in Sally's brain and shot. I cut off. Our enemy's food supply. But you just touched her temples. It was a knack. How are you feeling now, Sally? Better. My mind feels clear. I've closed the door, that's all. You're safe for now. But the tiger's still prowling. What did you mean, food supply? 
Her friend has been stimulating Sally's limbic system and feeding off the resultant emotions. And who or what is this enemy, Doctor? All in good time. Let's close the rest of these doors first. Everyone stretch out those muscles. Get some life back into those limbs. What are you, our fitness trainer? These might be extraordinary circumstances, but that's no excuse for impertinence, Private McMahon. Yes, sir. Sorry, sir. No, I'm going to need to run a few cognitive tests. So if you There's have... no time for that, Dr. Sue. I'm sorry, but it's procedure, Doctor. Procedure is just another word for procrastination. You, soldier, full name and rank. Private Jerome Fisher, sir. Very good. Private Fisher, at ease. And you? Private Rachel McMahon. Private Toby Dodd, sir. And I'm Private Sally Morgan. There, you see, Dr Soames. The mental faculties of your test subjects are unimpaired. Your assessment criteria are hardly scientific, Doctor. I tend to find that cutting a few corners invariably results in a more interesting journey. This is highly irresponsible. We have no idea of the manner or extent of the psychological trauma that may have resulted from the subject's exposure to the system. And that's your primary concern, is it? The welfare of your test subjects? Of course. How philanthropic of you. And here's me thinking you might be more concerned about the fate of your experiment. That's unfair, Doctor. Dr. Soames has put a huge amount of work into this project. The prior research was exhaustive, the safety procedures rigorously checked and rechecked. There was no indication whatsoever that Bluefire would have a detrimental psychological effect on its subjects. In fact, such an outcome was deemed impossible. And yet it happened. Miss Morgan? Sally? Yes, Doctor? What were you told about the Bluefire project before you volunteered for it? We didn't withhold information, if that's what you're insinuating. I should like to hear what Sally has to say. Oh, well... They asked for army volunteers with specific phobias. We were told that the object of the research was to identify and isolate those phobias, so they might be, I don't know, extracted? Except that instead of creating fearless warriors, blue fire caused psychic instability. So much so that the test subject's destructive urges could only be curtailed by heavy sedation. There were 24 volunteers in all, Doctor. 20 completed the process with no ill effects whatsoever. Those odds are still unacceptable. We're trying to isolate and eradicate fear here, Doctor. Isn't that a worthwhile pursuit? Not if the sole purpose is to create more efficient killers. The purpose is to prevent young people like these succumbing to a potentially debilitating emotion, one which, in battle, might prove to be the difference between life and death. Hasn't it ever occurred to you, Doctor Soames, that fear can be a positive emotion? Take away fear and people lose their sense of self-preservation. If that's true, then it can be countered through training, discipline. So you still maintain that your intentions are philanthropic? To a large extent, yes. And does that include your research into the application of REP technology? Are what? <sighs> Doctor, a word in private, if you would. Nurse, the screens. Remote emotional programming technology is highly classified, Doctor. Fear bullets, I believe you call them. That phrase was not of my choosing. Then it isn't your aim to extract the fear from the minds of your soldiers so you can shoot those fears into the minds of others? That is a gross oversimplification. To cripple entire nations with acute psychological trauma? Not just tyrants and soldiers, but innocent people going about their daily lives? Dr. Soames, I'm concerned One moment, that we... please, Miss Pritchard. Don't worry. 
They all heard everything. I'm concerned that we have more important matters to attend to. Quite right, Miss Pritchard. You mentioned an enemy, an outside influence infiltrating the system. The Mien Kalarash. Yes. And what's that when it's at home? I'll explain as I work. Shall we go? Go where? To the heart of the operation, of course. The Blue Fire Room. Is this tatty old police box doing in my operations room? And why is it... Oh, thank you not to call my TARDIS tatty. She's very sensitive. TARDIS? How else do you think I got into a top-secret military base? The unit pass you showed us? Oh, that. Well, it's a little out of date. You should have looked at it more closely. What? Please don't get agitated. He could be anyone. Not anyone. So many explanations. Sometimes it's easier to show than tell. See for yourselves. Whoa. It's like a cathedral. How do you do it? Is it some kind of trick? Dimensional transcendentalism. Ridiculous, isn't it? <laughs> oh, man! I feel dizzy. I can't get my head around this. It's easier just to accept, Private Fisher. Is it a... A spaceship? Space and time. You're telling us you travel through time in this thing? I'd give you a demonstration, but, well, the best not. I mean, under the circumstances. So are you going to tell us about this Mien Kalarash, Doctor? As I say, I'll talk as I work. But first... First? First, a nice cup of tea. Nothing like an infusion of tannin to stimulate the synapses. Miss McMahon... Would you mind attaching this to that nozzle there? You might have to force it a little. Check. And Mr. Dodds, would you strip back the insulation on that cable? This one? Yes. Oh, no, 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 the yellow one. I've unscrewed this filter thing, Doctor, like you said. Where do you want it? Oh, dump it beside my TARDIS for now. I'll link it up with the console later. Don't you dare dump anything, Private Fisher. That is a highly complex, not to say valuable piece of equipment. Treat it with the utmost care. Yes, sir. Is there any purpose to this wanton vandalism, Doctor? Oh, don't worry, Dr. Soames. I'll put it all back together again later. Now, where does this bit come from, I wonder? I've got those diagnostics you wanted, Doctor. Oh, thank you, Miss Pritchard. Um, Any sign of that tea? Coming, Doctor. Sugar? Five today, I think. Five? Oh, all right, then. You've twisted my arm. Six. You said you'd give us some answers, Doctor. Oh, did I? Oh, yes. And I will. Um, Ah! Thank you, Private Morgan. Doctor! Uh... Yeah? Oh, yes. Answers. A- answers. Oh, answers are useful. Answer questions. Oh. Gather round, everyone. Come along. Come along. So what sort of questions, Doctor? Well, for example, what do you for remember about your time in the system? Not a lot. Our dreams, mostly. I remember a house. A big old house. There was Jerome, Rachel, Toby and me. You were there, Doctor. And you too, Dr. Soames. Me? Yes, you were a butler. A what? <laughs> yes. Uh, oh, oh well, that particular Dr. Soames was um, uh, well, a construct of mine. A, a right-hand man to help me with all the nuts and bolts, as it were. A butler? 
Well, I thought you all might find it comforting on the subconscious level to see a familiar face. I remember all that too. I also remember that none of us knew who we were or how we'd got there. Yes, you were brought together. By you? No, I simply constructed the battleground. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm flummoxed. Is anyone actually following this? You mean you constructed Bluefire House? You created it with your mind? I entered the system to rescue you. But first, I had to create form out of formlessness. To give you somewhere that you could relate to. So you created a spooky old house full of scary weird stuff. Where'd it go? My raw materials were limited. And I had opposition. This Mian Kalarash you mentioned. Yes, it filled the rooms with devices to prompt common phobic reactions. And once it had prompted you all to recall your phobias, this fear that one day I'll wake up and no one will be able to see or hear me. I'll just be gone. I've always had this idea that if I look into a mirror, I'll see someone else looking back at me. Under the water, it's another world. Heavy and airless and dark. I'll get breathless just talking about it. A cockroach! A great big cockroach! But what is it, this Mien Kalarash? A legend. A scary bedtime story. In the ancient mythology of my people, there are tales of an entity that inhabits the wastelands between realities, feeding on nightmares. And you reckon that's what's got inside our heads? It has infiltrated your minds through the blue fire system, yeah. How? I don't know. But this is mental. I mean, time machines, aliens, evil entities. Are you for real? Shh, Rachel. She has got a point, though, Doctor. Even accepting what we've seen, this does seem pretty far-fetched. What makes you think this entity has got into the blue fire system? Where I come from, there is an ancient language known as Old High Gallifreyan. And in Old High Gallifreyan, Mien Kalarash translates as blue fire. Sorry, but it still sounds loopy to me. Loopy or not, it looks like we're stuck with it. So what happens next? I reroute the blue fire system into the TARDIS and connect it to the vortex manipulator. Does that actually mean anything? It means I'm constructing a temporal trap. If I can capture and contain the Kalarash, I can use my TARDIS to send it back into the wastelands. And will that work? It has to. I thought that I could enter the blue fire system, rescue the four of you and find a way to banish the Kalarash from there. But... But it anticipated my every move, outmaneuvered me. Meaning what? Meaning that it hitched a lift back with me into the physical world, this world. So it's in your head now? No, 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 it, it jumped ship as soon as I started to regain consciousness. So where is it? Laying low, acclimatising. Ideally, I need to draw it into the open while it's still disorientated. But how come it needed you, Doctor? Why didn't it just use our minds to get here? Because to climb out of a hole, you need rope. What? I think he means that our minds are puny compared to his. Right, charming. No offence. In my case, it's simply a question of advanced evolution. And that's supposed to make us feel better? It might do, given that it's my fault that Kalarash is here. How come? At some point in the past, it must have detected my presence, picked up my temporal trace. Since then, it's been devising a way to reach me. So what does it want, Doctor? Now it's free. Given the materials it has to hand, I'd say it's seeking to manipulate and corrupt impressionable military minds in order to bring about Armageddon. Serious? No, Mr. Dodds. I'm joking. I always joke about the end of the world. 
should do it. Should? Aren't you sure? Well, it's a bit of a lash-up, you know, square pegs and round holes. Best I can do in the circumstances. You've cannibalised the entire blue fire system. Millions of pounds worth of equipment treated like... like old car parts. Rest assured, Dr. Soames. If this doesn't work, it's not something you'll have to worry about. Now, let's see how the others are getting on. Come on! I presume these cables will accommodate the power linkage between the blue fire system and your machine? These are controlled temporal surges, Miss Pritchard, yes. Are you sure that duct tape will hold? Looks a bit dodgy. Of course it will hold. It was made in Birmingham. So what exactly will happen when you switch this thing on? With any luck, the colour ash will manifest right about here. Manifest? Become solid, you mean? Everybody, gather around again. Aye, aye. Looks like it's showtime. Now, the entity is currently composed of a series of slivers in incremental time. I've constructed a kind of time magnet designed to draw it out into the open. Incremental time? Cracks so minute they don't officially exist. You mean the entity has divided itself up? Dispersed itself? Like a vast number of microscopic iron filings stuck between the time cracks. When I switch on... Temporal energy from the TARDIS will drag all those filings down to this one fixed point. And, hey presto, our friend will appear? Precisely. Will it be like that thing I saw in the attic room, Doctor? Possibly. What thing? Tall and, and thin, like a reflection in a funhouse mirror. Dark-skinned, sort of leathery. Its face was vicious, animal-like, and it was surrounded by blue fire bathed in it. Nice. What'll happen when it appears, Doctor? If all goes to plan, it will be contained in a temporal stasis field. Then I'll set the TARDIS coordinates and slurp. Slurp? Is that a technical term? It means that our friend will be sucked into the vortex and expelled back into the wastelands. And what if it doesn't go according to plan? Then I suggest we run very fast. Now, is everyone standing well back behind the power nexus? Check. Then, here we go. How are those readings, Miss Pritchard? Stable, Doctor! Uh, Doctor, there's smoke coming from this connection here. <laughs> oh, don't worry, that's perfectly normal. <laughs> you realise that the sprinkler system will activate if it gets into water? No, it won't. I've disabled it. You've done what? Look, look, something's happening. Oh, what? is that thing real? It's just like you said, Sally, the blue fire and everything. Doctor, the system's overloading. Just a few more seconds. It's almost through. It's Eve. She broke the connection. Miss Pritchard! What have you done? Miss Pritchard! She can't hear you. She's in some kind of trance. Eve, speak to us. Is everyone all right? I think so. What happened? Where's that creature gone? Your plan worked, Doctor. Did you send it back where it came from? I'm afraid not. Oh, freedom. Such a puny frame. So temporary. Miss Pritchard. Oh, man, look at her eyes. Oh, they're full of blue fire. It's that thing, isn't it, Doctor? It's inside her. I'm afraid so. Not for the first time, I suspect. Isn't that right, Yen Kalorash? Yes, Doctor. The human female has been preparing for this moment for over two Earth decades. 
she's been working with that thing. No, she's been manipulated. Like a pawn on a chessboard. Probably without even realising it was happening. When the human female was four years old, it was struck by a car. It suffered injuries to its brain. It almost died. For a split second, as it hovered between being and not being, it slipped through the cracks. Our minds touched. And you wormed your way in, didn't you? Eve Pritchard brought a splinter of my consciousness back with her into the world. Just the tiniest splinter, but enough to mold her thoughts into treading a particular path. A path that led you to me. The female is bait, Doctor. You are the big fish. <laughs> you didn't gain the grasp of Earth idioms, I see. Not that you'll win any prizes for originality. I'm not sure insulting it is a good idea, Doctor. When should we run now? Should we run now? You can run, little human, but there is no escape. The age of man is over. I will bring every drop of misery and pain and terror out of your species before crushing this world and moving on to the next. Oh, have you finished? Oh, but you've heard one despotic rant, you've heard them all. Goodness sake, don't go the thing, Doctor. It'll do what it's come to do anyway. Might as well have a bit of fun before we go. Your fun is over, Doctor. So soon? What's it doing? Why is it raising its hand like that? Doctor? Brace yourselves. This won't be pleasant. Um, uh, oh, no, oh, no, thank you. For you, madam? Huh? What? Miss Pritchard? I'm sorry, madam. Doctor? What's going on? Why are we on a plane? Are you all right, madam? Perfectly fine, thank you. I'm just a little disorientated. Fell asleep and forgot where she was. Well, if you're sure. Absolutely. We'll call you if we need anything. Doctor, what's going on? Why is Miss Pritchard dressed like that? That isn't Miss Pritchard. Well, of course it is. Look at the other air hostesses. Drink, sir, and luggage will be placed in the overhead lockers, sir. Today's films, Seth Die Hard 2, Red Eye, Flight Plan, and, of course, Snakes on a Plane. But they are all Miss Pritchard. Doctor, what's happening? Please, remain seated, madam. No, I won't sit down. Oh, dear. Uh, Miss McMahon, Rachel. Doctor, you're here too. We're all here, it seems. What the hell's going on, Doctor? Why are we on this plane? And why is it just us? We've been drugged, haven't we? Kidnapped. Where are you taking us? Sir, I really must ask you to calm down and get back in your seat. I will not calm down! Why do you all look the same? What is this? Sir, madam, please. Keep back! Back or I'll... Stop! Don't you realise what's happening? Don't you understand what you're doing by behaving like frightened children? Ladies and gentlemen, this is your pilot speaking. Welcome to Blue Fire Airlines, currently cruising at an altitude of 35,000 Now she's flying this thing? Shh! I regret to inform you that we're about to run into a localised patch of stormy weather, during which the aircraft will be struck by lightning and plummet to the ground. What? Please fasten your safety belts and prepare for a drawn-out and terrifying death. Thank you. Was that meant to be a joke? If so, it was in very poor taste. Ah! 
no, 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 no! Please, don't see me, please. Jerome, can you hear me? Doctor? Doctor? Is that you? Yes. I'm inside your head. I'm inside your head. Don't ask questions. Just listen. Where are you? I don't know. In the jungle. It's night time. There's something stalking me. I think it's a tiger. Don't panic, Jerome. Everything's going to be all right. If you do exactly as I say, you'll be fine. Do you understand? Yeah, yeah. I think so. Well, what do you want me to do? I want you to close your eyes. Walk forward and reach out your hand. But they'll see me. I can't. Trust me, Jerome. You'll be safe. I promise. Okay. Okay. Here I come, Doctor. I'm. I'm in the water. Help me, someone. Please. Somebody, please! I can't hold on much longer! Rachel? Rachel, listen to me. Doctor? Is that you? Where are you? I'm inside your mind. Am I imagining this? No. I need you to do something for me, Rachel. Something you won't want to do. Believe me, it's the only way I can save you. Tell me what to do! I want you to give me. What? Give in, please. Stop struggling. Let yourself sink. What are you talking about? I can't do that! You can. You must. Let the fear go, Rachel. Lose your eyes. Stretch out your hand and let yourself sink. Oh yes, very much so. The plane crashed. It's on fire. <laughs> the flames—they want to burn me. I know. Stretch out your hand, Doctor Soames. Reach out towards me. I can't see you for the flames. Reach out past them. Have faith. Inside your head. Don't stop me. I don't know. I can't see, Doctor. The bad. I can't. I daren't. I'm in a fairground, Doctor. In a hall of mirrors. Mirrors, whichever way I turn. Looking at me. Laughing at me. Open your eyes, Toby. Face your fear. I'm scared, Doctor. Scared of what I'll see. The fear is greater than the reality. That's what the Kalarash is feeding on to. The dread, the expectation. Don't let it win you. Open your eyes. I can't! You can. Trust me. 
Okay. Oh! What do you see? I see you, Doctor. Reflected in the mirror. Is it a trick? No, no. It's much simpler than that. The mirror is really a mirror. What is it? It's a doorway. And what would you do with a doorway that might lead you out of the darkness? Step through it? Exactly. And here we all are. At last. Oh, hello. Toby. Private. Hey, man. Hi, Toby. How are you feeling? Uh, fine, I think. Where are we? It looks like a giant white Tupperware box. <laughs> it's our safe place. Safe as in... As in the Mian Kalarash can't get us here. The Doctor made it. Created it with his mind. Interesting choice of decor, Doctor. A bit minimalist for my taste. This is a rendezvous point, nothing more. A holding station. There's no point expending precious mental energy on home comforts. Uh, all that telepathy business, you mean? Yes, how did you do that? Apparently, we can all do it. The Doctor says it's just a matter of tuning into the right frequency. This is a domain of the Kalarash. Our actual bodies are still back in the lab. We're... what? Thought people? Avatars, if you like. While our physical bodies lie unconscious, the entity is feeding. What? Sucking on our thoughts? Like a vampire? Not exactly, but you've grasped the basic concept. And once it's drunk its fill, it'll discard us. Like empty burger boxes? Yeah. So what do we do, Doctor? Just hide in here where it can't find us and hope it'll go away? Nothing so defeatist. No, we're leaving. Going home. Oh? And how are we going to get out of here? Click our heels together? We could try that. But I thought it would be easier to use the door. What door? The one in the wall behind you. I didn't see a door. Me neither. It's just there, flush with the wall. If you tilt your head slightly, the outline is clearly visible. Yes. Yes, I can see it. So can I. I think. I can't see anything. That's because the Kalarash's conditioning is still blocking your mind. Concentrate, Dr. Soames. All of you, concentrate. I still can't... Yes, you can. The Kalarash thinks you're stupid, easily manipulated, but it's wrong. Human beings are clever and determined and resourceful. And if you really want to go home, you'll see the door. All of you, smack bang in the middle of the wall. Yes, I can see it. It is there, it really is. Me too. I can see it too. Dr. Soames? I... I don't... Your mind must be weaker than the others. Huh? Easier to manipulate. Ah, well, that's hardly your fault. Uh, 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 no, wait. I, I, I can see it. Of course I can. That bang on the head must have affected my focus, that's all. Yes, that must have been it. What's on the other side, Doctor? Is it really a way out? Let's see. Shall we? I don't believe it. We're back in the base. We are home. Well, almost. What do you mean? Look there. Good Lord. Us. Are we dead, Doctor? Are we ghosts? We're just as we were in the Entity's domain. Thought people? Yes. Hey, the, the door's gone. The one we came through. It was never there in the first place. I convinced you there was a door so you could break the Kalarash's conditioning long enough to make the mental leap back into this reality. You knew that was possible? Well, I hope. Doctor! What is it? Through the glass in that fear chamber place. It's Miss Pritchard. In the storage facility, yes. Miss Pritchard! Miss Pr I can't! 
can't knock on the window. Thought people, remember? She can't hear you anyway, Mr. Dodds. She's in the thrall of the Kalarash. Why is she just standing there? The entity inside her is still gathering strength. Once it realises we've broken the conditioning, it'll be back, full of vim and vigour. Yes. Something must be done. What I don't understand is, why didn't it kill you when you were unconscious, Doctor? I see that it's kept us alive to feed on our trauma and fear, but you're different. You're a threat. You know what it is and where it comes from, and you've served a purpose already by bringing it here. Um, why are you looking at me like that? Oh, I've said something stupid, haven't I? On the contrary, Sally Morgan, you are a genius. I am? Yes, that was an excellent question. So what's the answer, Doctor? Isn't it obvious? Not to us mere mortals. The Kalarash hasn't killed me because it can't. Why is that, then? Hmm, the Ancient Ones might exist in chaos, but they're still bound by their own particular rules. Evidently, the Kalarash can only influence others to kill and destroy. It can't do it directly. Doctor! Doctor Soames is down in the chamber with Miss Pritchard! What? Yes, well, right through the wall. I didn't much fancy myself. The idiot! If he disturbs it while it's feeding... Doctor Soames! Doctor Soames! Doctor Soames, get out of there at once! I heard what you said, Doctor. Once this thing knows we've broken its conditioning, it'll be back. Miss Pritchard, Eve, it's me, Doctor Soames. I want you to listen to me. Whatever it is that's got inside you, I need you to fight it. Fight it, do you understand? Stay away from that thing! Whatever you do, don't! Get too close. Where did he go? A flash of blue fire and he just disappeared. The blue fire energy acted as a shield for the Kalarash. It vaporised him. Well, Souls might never have won any popularity contests, but... I wouldn't have wished that on him. Yes, but he's not really dead, is he? I mean, wasn't that only his, uh, what do you call it, his thought person self? His real body's still here, unconscious. Not unconscious. A shock of that magnitude will have killed his physical self, too. I'm afraid it's true. He's not breathing. He's gone. So if our thought bodies die here, our real bodies die too? Yes. So how the hell are we supposed to join back up with our real bodies, Doctor? Or are we stuck like this now? Hopefully. Once we break the link with the Kalarash, the two separate parts will snap back together. Hopefully. Nothing is certain, Private McMahon. That's what makes life so interesting. Now, we need to move our bodies to a place of safety. And how the devil are we supposed to do that if we can't touch anything? Eyes right! Quick! March! Left, right, 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 left, right! Doctor over by the console, if you would. Damned peculiar making one's own body march like this. Is that really what I look like to everyone else? Oh man, carrying a few extra pounds there, Jerome. As I explained, our thought cells have the power to control our physical bodies. Given the right orders, that is. Doors, please! Doctor! So, we've got our bodies safe. What now, Doc? Now, I go back outside to rouse the Kalarash. What? 
it'll vaporise you, like it did old songs. I'm a Time Lord, and I have defences of my own. If my plan succeeds, your thought cells will be reunited with your bodies, and when that happens... We can come to your rescue, I suppose. Absolutely not. It's all right, Doctor. I'm not scared. <laughs> I am. You stay put, Sally. Stay in the TARDIS. Do you understand? Why? What is this plan of yours? I said stay in the TARDIS. Private Fisher, as soon as I'm gone, I want you to compel your body to pull this lever. That'll seal the TARDIS doors. Yes, sir! No need to salute me, Private. Me and Kellerash! Me and Kellerash! Doctor? Yes. Surprised to see me back here and fighting fit. Bit of a delay with the old cognitive transfer? The human brain is such a primitive instrument. Bad workman always blames his fool. Come closer, Doctor, so I can hear you better. And be vaporised by your blue fire shield? I think not. I have a proposition for you, Kalarash. What could you possibly offer me? What have you got here, Kalarash? A single planet? You'll suck it dry and then move on. These little planets are so unsatisfying, don't you find? So lacking in sustenance. Your universe will sustain me, Doctor. I'll grow fat on the fear I generate. Oh, I doubt that. You'll just be a scavenger, always hungry, always looking to stave off the gnawing emptiness inside. What do you propose? Stored in my memory is the misery of a hundred thousand races, of a hundred thousand worlds. Or be yours if you agree to leave the earth and return to the wastelands with me. You are prepared to sacrifice all that you are for this miserable planet. Imagine it, Kalarash. Grief, pain, and destruction on a massive scale, accessed through the memories of a Time Lord. Eternity awaits. What do you say? I say... No. What? I say no, Time Lord. I refuse your offer. But why? I'm offering you a banquet, not a finger buffet. And I shall devour it, Time Lord. All of it. Oh no, that's not how it works. You have no choice. You underestimate my power. I have adapted to this reality. I shall devour your memories and your universe too. There is nothing you can do to stop me. No! No, I won't! Let you in! Such flimsy defences, Time Lord. Such a weak mind. I expected more from the great Doctor. What is that noise? What noise? In the systems room. Oh, I see you. Forcing your physical self to carry out your pathetic schemes. But there is nothing your zombie can do up there to harm me in here. Really? Doctor! Disengage! Fail save! What is happening? You should know! It was your influence over Eve Fritcher that helped to advance research into remote emotional programming. Surprise! I'd surprise a taste of your own medicine. I shall crush you, Doctor! Crush I'm not afraid! What are the ancient ones afraid of? What do you see in your nightmare? Such unspeakable things! Leave here, go back to the wasteland. 
Guess the jolly old doctor must have done his whatever it was he was going to do. Yes, and now we're going to rescue him. Come on. Sally, no. The doctor said to stay put. No, she's not wrong. He's not an officer. He can't hand out orders to any of us. She's right, you know. Come on. Oh, doctor. I thought I told you to stay inside the TARDIS. Yes, and I ignored you. Good girl. What happened? Where's the Kalarash? On the run. What, literally? I used my physical self to release the energies Dr. Soames had stored up in the Blue Fire system. His fear bullets. And you escaped without a scratch. Idiot. His physical self was up here at the time. My mental self is a little shot up, I must admit. But I was able to escape back into my physical self as soon as the Kalarash retreated. Yes, but where to? Back into the Blue Fire system, Domain. Exactly. The conduit between this universe and the wastelands. What about Miss Pritchard? Eve? Collapsed when the Kalarash dispossessed her. She's unconscious, but she'll be all right. So that thing's gone for good? No. No? I have to hunt it down while it's still vulnerable, force it all the way back and seal the system for good. How? Help connect me up, Sally. Lie down, Doctor. You're seriously going to go back inside the system after everything? Back to Bluefire House. Pressure pad A on my frontal lobe, please, Sally. I know. Hold still. You're mad going back to that place. The Kalarash is in turmoil. This carefully constructed empire is crumbling, but Bluefire House should still be standing. A temporary haven in the sea of instability. Because you created it? Yes. Why do you say it should still be standing, Doctor? The world that the Kalarash constructed will be collapsing around it. It's bound to have some effect. But what if it collapses with you inside it? I'll burn that bridge when I come to it. Now then, Sally, you know what to do. Pull this lever down, leave you to cook on Regulo 7 for a few minutes, then push the lever back up again. Give me at least five minutes, whatever happens. Don't worry, Doctor. I won't let you down. No. I don't believe you. Wow, this place has certainly fallen to rack and ruin. Calarash! Oh, me and Calarash! Where are you? Locked with a valuable heirloom. I expect. But I'm not. What have you done to me? Nothing. Your own fear has pushed you back down the evolutionary ladder, reducing you to a primal state. It'll be a long time before you threaten the universe again. I can still threaten you. How's he doing? Okay, I think. These readings are all over the place. There's a weird double heartbeat. Twitching a bit, isn't it? His adrenaline's pretty high. He must be busy in there. How long has he had? Just coming up to two minutes. Maybe you should pull him out now. No! I promised the doctor that whatever happened, I'd give him five minutes. And five minutes is what he's going to get. I shall find your fear, doctor. Find it before I destroy you. I've had plenty of monsters at my throat before, Karash. I'm not frightened of it. 
screamed till it's frightened of something. Even you. Alright, alright. Release me and I'll tell you what it is. Tell me then. <laughs> but I will know if you are lying. I don't doubt it. Oh dear. The system is breaking down more rapidly than I expected. Tell me, Doctor. Tell me now. Look out! Blue fire! Fire extinguisher! Toby, quick! What? Oh, right. Hurry! Sally, you've got to get the doctor out of there. He's still got another 90 seconds. Here we are. This should do the trick. <laughs> or maybe not. Well, what is it? If it is an ordinary fire? Fear. Burning apart the system from the inside. Sally, bring the doctor back or you'll die. Five minutes, he said. Whatever happens. My fear, Calarash. Very well. I feel the old times. Times of night and chaos. Perhaps you remember them. I remember. Yes, and perhaps you two dread conjuring up the memory of those terrible times as much as I, remembering what was done to you, but worse perhaps, what it was you did. These things are past. Their memory is nothing to fear. It's not remembering the old times I'm afraid of. My fear is Kalarash. Tell me! My fear is that the old times might be coming back. Breaking out everywhere. Sally, you've got to bring the doctor out of there. Seven more seconds. Sweetheart, he's had plenty of time. Five, four, three, two, one. <laughs> doctor, doctor, can you hear me? Sally. Welcome back, doctor. What's happening? What's all this noise? Miss Richard, you're back with us too. Doctor, we have a situation. The blue fire. Yes. The collapse of the house has spilled out into the real world, causing not so much an earthquake, more a localised space quake. Oh, what? Whatever it is, we don't want to be in the middle of it. Everyone, into the TARDIS, now! Roger that. You too, Doctor. Uh, yes. I seem to be rather tangled up in all these wires. We can't have long. Come on, let me help you. Cool under pressure, Private Morgan. I admire that. Yes. Save the compliments till later, perhaps. Asks all the right questions and even listens to the answers. Obeys the right orders, disregards the wrong ones. Yes, all very admirable qualities. And was like Ha <laughs> He was free. Come along. Of course, if you've got any kind words, Doctor. Save them for my CO. I could use a promotion. The thing is, Sally Morgan, I was rather hoping you might consider going AWOL instead. I'm sorry.
coming soon from Big Finish Productions. Doctor Who, The Silver Turk. The Vienna Exposition. We're in Vienna? But it's impossible. So quickly. Have I been abducted? Not exactly. Freak! Leave me alone! This way to the Grand Theatre of Marionettenburg. Roll up, roll up. A cab ride, sir? Fräulein? Not today, thank you. Can't be too careful these days. Better not to walk, not after dark. Get, get it away! Attacks. <laughs> I wouldn't want to alarm the Fräulein. Alarm her? This isn't Amy Shelley you're talking to. Author of the darkest, spookiest stories you could ever read. Am I? They scared the pants off me. Well, I, I didn't believe the stories, Fräulein, not till two nights back. That was when I saw him. Halfway down Wolfstrasse by the river, it was a black carriage. Slowly it went, and its horses were strange, walking all wrong. Clop, click, clop. No driver? There was no driver. And as they passed me, the lamplight caught their eyes, and they were blue. (laughs) (laughs) Two more black checkers taken. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen... The Silver Turk wins the match! It's a trick! The Silver Turk. My my husband invested in it. There was an automaton once called the Turk. It toured the courts of Europe playing chess. But that was years ago. Surely it's not the same one. Does anyone believe what we're seeing? Is it an illusion or more than that? Quiet, I say. Will you part down? Let's see what's under the mask. No! You vandal! What is it? I knew it. This is no fairground automaton. It's alive. Subscribers get more at bigfinish.com. How do you do? I'm the doctor, and I believe it's dinner time. I'm Ken Bentley, and I'm the director of Doctor Who House of Blue Fire. I was um, genuinely quite excited when I first started reading this one because it's in this um, lovely... um, It's all set in this um, big, empty, spooky house um, with a a clock that that keeps um, ticking and and bonging the time and um, and a, a... a really uh, odd lift and I love all of that anyway it had a really a really great sense of 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 spookiness and ghostliness um uh, which was quite uh, genuinely refreshing actually because we don't we don't come across those sorts of stories very often although having just done the the four-parter with um Peter Davison there were one or two in there that that touched on this sort of thing um but this is a full-length story with all of that spookiness and atmosphere so um that that it was fun to read and um uh, therefore uh, I was looking forward to getting into the studio and and getting to grips with that, but um, I haven't done yet because we're doing that part of the story first thing this morning. What was it that doctor said? That there was nowhere to go? Maybe he meant it literally. Maybe we're dead and this is limbo. And that little doctor chap is the devil incarnate, eh? Hi, I'm Mark Morris and I'm the writer of House of Blue Fire. What I wanted to do was I wanted to do a kind of um, a haunting, the haunting. Um, so that was that was kind of my first standpoint, was uh, the, the the movie The Haunting. Um, and so I wanted to do a, a good old spooky haunted house kind of story, 
but also then I wanted to kind of twist it halfway through because one of the Doctor Who stories I particularly like is The Stones of Blood, which is very kind of gothic and horror-y and hammer horror at the beginning, and then it suddenly twists into this uh, very kind of uh, big science fiction-y kind of story. So I, I, I liked the idea of doing that. Um, and I also liked the idea of bringing the Doctor in quite late so he doesn't actually appear until the end of the first episode. Um, so I, I, you know, that was, and, and obviously that's the climax of the first episode is that, is that the Doctor appears, and obviously playing with the Master and the Doctor. So you're never quite sure if it's if the Master's going to appear. We were told to expect the Master at seven. The Master. The master of the house. Ah, well, in that case, that would be me. It didn't make it particularly hard not having the Doctor in the first episode, uh, and in fact, that was my own decision. Um, I just felt that I wanted to build up the characters and the spooky atmosphere in the house myself. Uh, and as I say, going back to the haunting, the haunting is that there are a group of, of four or five characters who are investigating a haunted house. So I, I just wanted to, to introduce those characters and have them really kind of exploring the house before the Doctor um, actually appears and, and starts affecting proceedings. Hello, my name's Sylvester McCoy, Doctor Who number seven. Doctor, where are you? I'm right behind you. Oh, 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 Doctor, thank heavens. There, there, now don't upset yourself. Oh, yes, great fun. Great fun, great adventure. Very lively. Great bunch of actors doing it too. Great bunch of lively characters they've created. And, um, yeah, much fun, really. What on earth is this tatty old police box doing in my operations room? And why is it... Oh, thank you not to call my TARDIS... With uh, with the the introduction of the Black Tardis, um, I knew nothing about that until actually I was at the recording, uh, and and the line came up in in the recording, and I just thought, what what I haven't heard this before, and it was obviously it's a line that that Alan must have added at quite a late date, another of his uh, his schemes. So that's a mystery. That's completely nobody seems to know quite. Well, someone must do somewhere, but. The Black Tardis has arrived for some reason and, you know, keep listening and one day we all might find out why. I'm Timothy West. I'm playing somebody called uh, Dr Soames. Dr Soames! Dr Soames, get out of there at once! I heard what you said, Doctor. Once this thing knows we've broken its conditioning, it'll be back. Miss Pritchard, Eve, it's me, Dr Soames. I want you to listen to me. Whatever it is that's got inside you, I need you to fight it. Fight it, do you understand? Stay away from that thing! Whatever you do, don't! Get too close. Well, he's the character that I often play in in Doctor Who. He's um, uh, a a scientist of of, um, a certain amount of... um, Knowledge and but uh, not a great deal of uh, deep intelligence, so he does the wrong thing and eventually comes to a sticky end. The best, best roles are villains, they have the best lines. Idiots come next, and then really good people are a bit boring to play. I know Timmy West, I've known him for many years, really. Uh, we haven't worked together too often, but we've done the odd stuff. We can't remember either of us when it was, but uh, but we have. No, it's it, it, he's smashing. I think it's always a delight to meet him. And uh, um, I was working a couple of years ago in the Trafalgar Studios, and he was upstairs doing a play, and I was downstairs doing a play. So we used to have the odd little jar afterwards in the bar, a little chat. Working in uh, uh, separate booths is, of course, a different experience. Uh, but then all radio now, all sound is is very different from how it was. Uh, 
20 years ago, you know, when, when you had big studios and, and uh, uh, practical effects, you know, running water and gravel and, and, uh, uh, and a kitchen to cook in and all those things. And now it's all done in post, so you, you, you can do a, a play with uh, 25 people in, in a, a room the size of your own bathroom. <laughs> so it's, it's not all that different. Fair bullets, I believe you call them. That phrase was not of my choosing. Then it isn't your aim to extract the fear from the minds of your soldiers so you can shoot those fears into the minds of others? That is a gross oversimplification. To cripple entire nations with acute psychological trauma? Well, from the viewers, from the, from the viewer, listener's point of view, uh, they do the work. The, 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 um, the thing is that, that uh, you know, radio geography is, is limitless, isn't it? And, uh, so they can, they, they can imagine what they like, and, and you, you just give them the, um, the, ba- the basic uh, information. The lovely, charming, delightful Timothy West. Uh, always, uh, her, for, for, for many years, he's been one of my favourite actors. Um, and, and as ever with, with actors that you've admired for a long time, uh, you're always looking for an opportunity to get them in and work with them if you can. Uh, it's just a case of whenever the casting's right and the timing's right and they're available and all the rest of it. And um, I was reading this play and, and reading Soames and not Dr. Soames, but Soames the butler and thinking very much, what, what, who can do this? Who can, who can play a butler? And there aren't many. There aren't many people. I don't think anymore that you know. But butlers aren't people we come across very often. We have to. We have to sit and watch Downton Abbey these days to to start to have some understanding of what the life of a, a butler was. Um, so you read a part like that and you think, crikey, who can I get that would understand what to do with that? And I don't know where the name came from, but I was drawing a short list together of, of people that I thought might be able to do it probably trawling spotlight that's that's um, how these these ideas n- normally come by by doing a, a sort of age um age range search on spotlight or something like that name of timothy west cropped up i thought that'd be fantastic you know you know you get from a, a, anybody that knows timothy west would know that that he would be able to not not just do that not do it in his sleep but play that role and do something really fun with it and um uh, and as ever, it's a case of keep your fingers crossed, hope he's available and hope he's prepared to do it for the money. I, I thought it was a very good script, yes. I mean, there's always, uh, um, there's always a, uh, a point in a Doctor Who script, whether, um, whether I'm watching it or, or, or listening to it or being in it. Um, it's about two-thirds of the way through when everybody starts talking in polysyllabic language. And I don't know what the hell I'm talking about, but I try and do it with conviction. Uh, I think the cast are absolutely superb in this. It's a, it's a, a lovely range of voices. Obviously, it's a, an absolute joy and a privilege to get Timothy West um, as Doctor Soames because his voice is just glorious to listen to. But the 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 kind of the four four young um, cast members who are playing the the army cadets, their voices just uh, are really great together. So you know they're very very distinctive and they just work really well together probably actually better than i than i thought they would what i have to do when when you've got five people of roughly the same age and three of them are are, are women and two of them are men the thing you need is for them all to sound distinctly different 
So you look at the character and you try and find somebody that, that will be able to do something with that character that's distinctly different from the other male characters or the other female characters. Um, so that's what in an that's what we're aiming for, and in an, in an ideal world, that's what we get. But it was encouraging yesterday because Mark came in, Mark Morris, the writer, who had um, no um, uh, previous experience of working with the people that we'd cast um, and one of the first things he said was this sounds great because they all sound different and even he as the writer knew that that getting that those distinctive voices was was um was going to be tricky so it was, it was very encouraging to to hear him say that hi i'm lizzie watts and i play eve and mien kalarash the human female has been preparing for this moment for over two earth decades been working with that thing? No, she's been manipulated like a pawn on a chessboard, probably without even realising it was happening. So far, it's such good fun, really good fun, especially playing the vessel of Mian Kalarash because I get to have a really strange voice effect put on, which is really good fun, and working with Sylvester's brilliant as well. It slipped through the cracks, our minds touched. And you wormed your way in, didn't you? Eve Pritchard brought a splinter of my consciousness back with her into the world. Just the tiniest splinter. From what I can see, that the way they do the voice effect for me and Kalarash is during the scene even, so not post-production, they put something on to my voice, a filter I think they call it, um, so that even when I'm doing the scene I can hear the strange voice that I've got and the other actors in the scene can also hear it so they can react off it better and then I think in post-production they might change it slightly but it's to give us all an idea of what it's going to sound like putting the effect on is really helpful because otherwise I think I just sound like me shouting (laughs) Um, so yeah really helpful strange because it's slower and you kind of hear it later than when you say it a little bit but um, no really helpful to, to do where am I don't get up you're in the medical wing of the Fulton Down military base Fulton Down yes yes The other character I play, Eve, she is Dr Soames' assistant and she's a university graduate and a bit of a boffin, I guess, and very quite protective over the work that her and Dr Soames have done, so it's very unexpected that she has... It has Mien Kalarash has been possessed by her you wouldn't get the hint of that up until then I don't think, hopefully so it comes as a bigger surprise when when she's the one It looks as if there is a, a, a new companion coming into it um, a rather young, beautiful companion Hi, I'm Amy Pemberton playing Sally Morgan She has got a point, though, Doctor. Even accepting what we've seen, this does seem pretty far-fetched. I really, really like um, Sally, actually. I think she's very brave. And to start out with, she's not really too sure what's going on. I think she's quite brave as well to put herself out there a bit and and try and discover what's going on. And then, obviously, in the end, the Doctor actually uh, thinks she's a little bit of a genius, which I think she's quite chuffed about. And I love that she's quite determined and she's going to find out what's going on and... And I really like that about her. Whatever's behind that dog is evil. It's controlling you. Don't stand in my way, Doctor. I'm warning you. Sally, please. No, you're the evil one. You want to keep me here. Well, you can't stop me. Ah! Ah! 
can't stop me. Sally, don't. Don't open the door. Goodbye, Doctor. Oh, it's really exciting coming in thinking that, you know, there, there could be others and I don't, I don't know where she's going to go or what she's going to do. I think she's got a lot of potential, you know, which the Doctor's seen, so that's really exciting to think. Come along. Of course, if you've got any kind words, Doctor. Save them for my CO. I could use a promotion. The thing is, Sally Morgan... I was rather hoping you might consider going AWOL instead. I'm sorry. It'd be wonderful to go on and be one of the Doctor's companions, absolutely, because, you know, the things that happen, you know, to be part of that, and especially working with people like Sylvester, and, yeah, very exciting. As I say, we're just recording this now, and there's another two to do, hopefully, before I gallop off to the other side of the world and uh, start on another great adventure and The Hobbit playing a wizard, Radagast the Brown. Well, I think I got the role because I was up uh, for Bilbo Baggins in The Lord of the Rings, and it went down to, they saw obviously hundreds and hundreds of people and screen-tested them. Well, it went down to two actors, just two actors they wanted to hang on to, and uh, then they made up their mind at the very last minute, and of course it went to the great and glorious Ian Holm. But uh, I didn't get it. But they remembered me from that. And then, as luck also would have it, I was touring the world in um, King Lear with Ian McKellen, i.e. Gandalf. And uh, we, uh, I was playing the fool to his King Lear in the RSC's production. And we toured it to New Zealand. And there I met Peter and Fran and Philippa and all the rest of the gang who uh, work and run um, the, uh, the great Hobbit world. It'll be really interesting to see um, what happens to my world after it all finishes. <laughs>